Hey everyone, welcome to Christian Life Online. We're so grateful that you are joining us, whether you're watching on Facebook, on YouTube, listening in on the podcast. We are so excited that you are jumping in and choosing to spend some time with us. We've got something special in store for you today. My wife is going to be speaking today, and I have heard her going over and looking at her notes, and I am excited to hear what she has to share with us. So I'm going to go ahead and pray, and then we're going to go ahead and jump into the message. So let's pray. God, we thank you for our time together. God, I thank you that you have formed us as a family. God, that we can support each other and encourage each other and and pray with each other through good times and bad. God, I thank you that you have knit us together as a family. I pray that you would open up our hearts. God, you would open up our ears today. God, we want to hear from you. God, so would you take away, God, every distraction. God, that you uh, you would help us to focus in on what you have for us right now. We thank you, we praise you, in your holy name we pray, amen. Let's listen to the message. Hey everybody, welcome to Christian Life. Thank you so much for joining in. I am so excited about this message because I truly believe that it is gonna be right on time for us and where we are at and what we're facing right now in this world. You know, this past week, I was hanging out with one of my friends, and we were out to lunch, and we were kind of talking back and forth about just some of the stuff that's going on through the pandemic, stuff online, you know, all kinds of craziness. And one of the things she said, I wrote down because it really stuck with me. It said, she said, when things around us are so bad, it should cause us to search for the things that are good. And when she said that, it brought to mind in Galatians 6, 9, it says, So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. We cannot give up. In a world where there is blame instead of ownership, you know, pride instead of humility, anger instead of love, we are called to persevere. We're called to continue to move forward. We need to be reminded that what we're going through, the stuff that we're facing, you know, all this stuff that we're walking through, that it is a season. But how we respond in that season will determine what the outcome is. We cannot give up. You know, many times we feel like it's Groundhog Day. That's kind of how I felt. I'm like, oh my goodness, the negative just keeps on coming. It's like the same thing every day. It just keeps repeating. You know, it's like that. I almost said annoying child. I have children, you know, when they keep saying the same thing over and over again, you're like, oh my goodness, if someone says mother one more time, you know, (laughs) this is how our world is. It's like negative over and over. And we feel like, you know, we've been sent to some new place where we were never supposed to be sent to. We're like, where is this? Where's this stuff coming from? I don't even recognize it anymore. We feel banished, right? But I believe that God does not want us to stay here. He did not intend for us to stay in that place. Now, if you have your Bibles or your smartphones, if you could turn to Jeremiah chapter 29, verses 4 through 14. This is where we're going to be reading. We're actually going to be talking about a group of people who were really banished into exile. God sent them out. um, It's talking about the Israelites and 
basically, you know, where they come from. God saves them. He takes them out of where they were. They were in a really bad spot, but they continue to disobey God over and over, you know, creating false idols, worshiping other gods that were not the God, was not our God. You know, they were fake. And because of that, now they are sent into exile. So if you have your Bibles, go ahead and turn to that verse, chapter 29, verses 4 through 14. It says, This is what the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says to all the captives he has exiled to Babylon from Jerusalem. Build homes and plan to stay. Plant gardens. Eat food that they produce. Marry and have children. Then find spouses for them so that you may have many grandchildren. Multiply. Do not dwindle away. I want to pause right there. So here we see that God sends them into exile, and he says, plan to stay here. You're going to be here for a while. You know, keep busy. Don't dwindle away. He begins to prepare them for the season that they're going to be in. You know, plan to stay here a while. It's going to be some time, you know. Don't get too excited. <laughs> be here, but keep busy. Sometimes we think that, you know, if we know the bad before we enter it, it's going to be easier. But let's be real here. I mean, the truth is that we're never really fully prepared for that hard season, right? It always catches us off guard. You know, it's it's hard when that when that trial comes, when that storm comes, you know, we're like, whoa, where did this come from? We get a little bit, you know, caught off guard. We get nervous. We get unsure and we don't know how to respond. You know, so God is here. He's preparing them. He's letting them know to keep going. Keep doing what you're, what you're doing because you're going to be here for some time. He states things like build a garden, you know, build a family, keep busy. When I come home from work, you know, one of the things is I continue to keep going because I know for me that the minute I sit down, I am gone. I mean, I don't know if you know this, but I get up at three in the morning for work. Yes, it is ridiculously early. It's horrible. It always feels like a nightmare. There's no getting used to that time. Every time my alarm goes off, I want to cry. Sometimes I do cry because it's it's just a horrible time to get up. So I go, 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 and the minute I get home, I clean. I've got three kids, so, you know, work never stops. There's always stuff to wipe down and continue to clean up. So here I am, but if I were to sit down on the couch, oh, my goodness. I mean, I'm telling you, I am out in a second. In difficult times, you guys, it is important to keep going, to keep busy, doing things that are good, things that will help keep that fire lit inside of you. That's why it says don't dwindle away. Let's go ahead and read in verse 7. It says, and work for peace and prosperity of the city where I sent you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it. Pray for its welfare for that it will determine your welfare. So I love this. It says, work for peace in the city you live in. Pray for its welfare. This will determine your welfare. These are the things that God is telling them. So one of the things is how, how can we together or, you know, where we're at, what we're going through, how can we work for peace in our home, you know, in our county, in our city, in our workplace? How can we create an environment of peace? Where everything is crazy, everything consistently keeps getting more negative, how can we create peace? God has set you in a position to do what is good. He, he wants us to be challenged by this, not defeated. 
not not taken back, but he wants it to motivate us to keep going and to remember his words to keep doing what is good. Pray for them. Create peace. In a world where everyone has different and outspoken opinions, how can you create peace? Isn't this so relevant to right now? I mean, as I was reading this, I'm like, this is exactly where we need to be. God, I needed to hear these words. I need to know exactly what I'm supposed to do because it's easy to forget the tools that God has for us. In the city I have placed you and pray for its welfare, for it will determine your welfare. Now, I looked at the definition for this, and it actually means the health, happiness, and fortune of a person or group. So God is literally saying, I have banished you to exile, a place that is not yours, but you will be here for a while. You're going to be here for a long time. So stay busy. Do what is good. Do not dwindle away. Work for peace. Pray for those around you and pray for their welfare because what their welfare is and what you pray for will determine the outcome of your life. We have to begin to pray big for others around us. We have to begin to believe big for the others that are around us, even when our circumstance seems scary, seems unsure, seems negative. God is pushing us to persevere in every situation, creating peace, praying for help, for happiness for others. God lays it all out for them. I believe he is laying it out for us now. You know, what we see here in scripture is so on time. As I was going through this, man, I felt like God was speaking over and over to me. You know, Veronica, what are you doing right now in your life that is creating peace? And if you're not doing it, how can you begin now? It's not too late. I had to really search myself. Do not give up. We have the tools to continue to press on. Let's go ahead and read um, verse 8. It says, This is what the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says. Do not let your prophets and fortune tellers who you are, uh, tellers who you are in the land of Babylon trick you. Do not listen to their dreams because they are telling you lies in my name. I have not sent them, says the Lord. So when I read this, I wrote down, you know, do not listen to what everyone is telling you. That's what I kind of felt when I took away from this is God is saying, hey, don't listen to what everybody's telling you. If it doesn't align with scripture, throw it out. If it has nothing to do with what God is saying in his word, if it is not truthful, if it's not pure, not honest, all the things that God presents, then maybe it's something that you should think about before listening. We shouldn't listen to what everybody tells us. We shouldn't listen to what all the media says on the news, right? On Facebook, whoever your friend, you know, what they posted just yesterday that you saw and you were eating it up. Maybe it's something that we need to spit out. What is it that you're listening to? What are the things that we should be closing our ears to and asking for guidance from God? We have so much going on right now, you guys, that we don't need that extra negativity. We don't have room for the false teaching and the lies that are not from God. We have to protect ourselves. We have to be on the outlook and continue searching. Is this from God or is this not? 
because we don't want it. If it's not of you, God, then I don't want it. I don't want it a part of my life. I want to represent who you are and who you called me to be as a believer in you. And when we begin to take that posture, we, we begin to put on the armor of God. That's something else that the Bible talks about. When we begin to read his word every single day, apply it to our lives, we're going to be protected. And we're also going to know when someone is speaking something that is not truth. Verse 10. This is what the Lord says. You will be in Babylon for 70 years. 70 years. Can you imagine I mean, man, we feel like we've been stuck here for some time in this craziness, right? This whole everybody's taking 2020. Man, this is the year. Wow. It feels like it's been a forever year, right? 70 years they've been here. They're going to be here is what he's saying. But then I will come and do for you all the good things I have promised. And I will bring you home again, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. In, the, in those days when you pray, listen to this, you guys. This is meant for you. This is meant for me. This is relevant to exactly where you are at, what you are facing in your life right now. You need to hear this. There are plans for good and for disaster to give you a future and a hope. In those days when you pray, I will listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. I will be found by you, says the Lord. I will end your captivity. Man, thank you, Jesus. And restore your fortunes. I will gather you out of the nations where I sent you and will bring you home again to your own land. Those are incredible promises. He not only says that he is here with us, he says that when you're praying to him, he's listening. He says when you search him wholeheartedly, he will, you will find him and he will be found by you. He says that he's going to take you out from where you are at, what you're going through. He's going to take you from there and bring you back to where you're meant to be. I wrote down, you know, here I had a bunch of things written down, but as I'm going through this, I'm reminded that this is where I want to be. I don't want to be so discouraged, so defeated by everything that's going around, by all the negativity. I want to be the one that perseveres. I want to be the one that says no more. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to do what is good, God. I'm going to continue to keep busy, keep my hands working, creating peace where there is no peace, praying for those who have wronged me, who are wanting to wrong me, praying for my enemies, praying a life that is good, a life that is blessed over them. I want to give all that I have, every bit of my heart, to who he is because he is God and he is good. He promises victory. He promises freedom. He promises a hope and a future. We have to continue to keep going. We are called to persevere. In this crazy time, we are called to persevere. My prayer is for you that, that you would take this portion of scripture 
that this wouldn't just be it after the sermon is over, you know, you go about your day. My prayer is for you, and my prayer has been this whole week as I've been preparing, is God, I pray that everyone that listens would not hear what I have to say, but would hear what you have to say, and that is, what am I talking to you? When you read this, what is being spoken to you? You know where you're at. I don't know you. I don't know where you're at, what you're going through. He does. So how can you take what is written here and apply it to your life? Make it relevant to you. Maybe you're doing good at creating peace, but maybe you have forgotten to pray for your enemies. I don't know where it is that you are in here. Maybe, maybe you haven't been keeping busy. Maybe you've been dwindling away. You've been pulling back. You've been allowing uh, what others say to get to you. And it's caused you to feel defeated. God wants us to persevere. He wants us to continue on. To fight the good fight. We were made to conquer in him. And I truly believe that it starts today. It starts right now. As I was preparing this, there were so many different things that I felt God just continue to speak to me. And there are some things that I have to work on in my life this week. I've already begun to write down different things, different areas, man, that I am lacking in far. God, forgive me. Forgive me for not letting you speak in me like you should. Forgive me for, for not always doing the right thing. We need to come to that spot and be real and honest with God where we are at because it's in those moments that he wants to take us and grow us and bring us back to the place that we were meant to be. A life that has a future, a life that has a hope in him. I want to pray for you today. God, I thank you so much for who you are. God, I thank you that your promises are good. Lord, that you are here right now, and I believe that you are stirring within their hearts, God. God, there are some that are sitting here that are feel broken. They feel, God, that, that you have touched them, God, and, and they're, they're feeling forgiveness from you right now, God, because you are a forgiving God. You come in, Lord, and you wipe away our slate, God, and, and you take what was broken and you restore it, God. I thank you, Lord, that we can come to you exactly how we are, God full of baggage, wherever we're at, God, you love us. You listen to us when we pray. You find us, God. I just pray that you would just continue to move in such an incredible way. God, that we would leave today feeling encouraged, empowered, because we have a hope that lies in you. After listening to what my wife just shared, it reminds me of a statement that my pastors growing up used to say all the time. It's been like drilled into my head. And here it is. They used to tell me all the time, if something isn't helping you, it's hurting you. If something isn't helping you, it's hurting you. Sometimes we think that like, oh, well, this choice, it's not really moving the needle either way. It's just somewhere in the middle. And really, I believe that's not true. I believe every decision, every choice we make is either helping us become who we want to be, who God has made us to be, or it's hurting us. And really, that's been what kind of convicted me as I heard her share. 
is there have been so many decisions, choices over the last several months of this difficult season where I've lost sight of that. And I'm sure you have too. I know I'm not alone. But I think what would be beneficial for each one of us is we take what we heard today, we apply it to our life, we keep going, right? We keep persevering and we keep every day, day in, day out, easy, difficult, every decision, every choice we make. Let's strive to continue to move the needle and continue to become who God has planned for us to be. Well, I hope that you grab onto that. Again, that spoke to me. I'm sure it did to you as well. We're at our point in our service where we want to give you an opportunity to give. Every week we do this because it's important. You know, the Bible talks about giving with a generous heart, being a generous giver. I am so grateful that God has seen fit to, you know, to trust me with the finances that he has. And with that, he gives me the choice. He gives my wife and I, our family, the choice to be good stewards with that, to, to give, to be a blessing like he's blessed us. So I'm going to go ahead and pray for our offering, and then we will uh, we'll give you some more information. So God, I thank you right now that you have blessed us. Every one of us, God, whether we have much or we have little, God, you've blessed us with what we have. Everything we have is yours. God, so as we choose to give, God, of, of what you have given us, God, I pray that we would do it with a generous heart. God, and that you would bless us. God, that you would bless us. I pray for my friends that maybe right now money is tight and maybe, maybe they don't feel like they're very blessed. God, I pray that you would bless them in an incredible way this week. God, to show them your hand moving in their life. God, I thank you. I praise you, Lord. And we just pray that every bit of what we give, God, I pray that you would make it fruitful. God, that it would go forward. God, so that more people can find the hope and the love that we have because you give it to, to us. God, we thank you. Amen. Amen. So, we've got a couple easy ways to give. Uh, you can go to our website at clcgridley.org. Right there on the top right-hand corner, there's a give tab. You can also even text the amount that you'd like to give to the number 84321. It is that easy. So, if you'd like to give today, please jump on and do that. We've got a couple quick announcements and then I'm going to let you go. You know, as always, we've got some incredible links down below, worship playlist to keep going when you're not listening to Christmas music because it's that time of the year where Christmas music will be playing everywhere. So if you want to hide from the Christmas music, jump on, listen to that Spotify worship playlist. We've got service for your kids. We've got all kinds of good stuff. And I know I was just kind of making fun about Christmas music, but we're excited to, uh, to remind you Christmas is coming and Christmas is coming to you here on Christian Life Online as well. So be on the lookout for that. Digital Christmas is coming. So we're excited. Hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day and we'll see you next week here on Christian Life Online.